this is Carrie Fullerton Professional Organizing. I've been super busy with clients, which is a good thing, but it does kind of get me a little bit behind on my podcasting. And uh, But I'm back, and I also have, have some exciting news. Uh, Channel 5, uh, KRGV in the uh, Rio Grande Valley, South Texas, for those of you that are not in this area, uh, did a segment on my business. The um, segment is the lifestyle segment, and the name of it is Take 5, but it can be viewed on uh, the news for uh, Saturday, 3-18-2023. And um, that was a Saturday at 10.30. And that was super, super exciting. And I have to say, they did a great job of editing because, you know, when you're, when you know you're talking uh, on and it's going to go on the actual local news, and it's on the spot. You don't have it scripted, and uh, they want it to be spontaneous, and so (laughs) sometimes I have a lot in my head that I want to say, and then when questions are asked and you don't know that question ahead of time, sometimes you can say some things out of being nervous that you didn't really say in a real finessed type way. And so they edited it perfect, made me look perfect. Uh, but of course... Uh, the one thing that they can't do, same as when I go get my hair cut or same as, uh, when they do an interview segment, you really wish they could make you 20, look 20 years younger, uh, and, uh, skinny. But if you're not, they can't do miracles. But other than that, I was very proud of the segment, very happy with it. It was beautifully done and I loved it and I'm super excited about that. Um, and I have, I will post that on my website eventually, but right now it's on my Facebook page. And uh, if you're interested in watching that, it's there. But we're going to go right into um, what to do, how to declutter, how to organize when you're going to move. These are a lot of great, great tips. The first tips I found were from uh, Dana White, The Slob Comes Clean, her YouTube channel. And she talks about using her no-mess method, which really... Her no mess method is make the decision now. Pick up an item and when you're organizing, you put it where it goes right now. You don't put it aside to put, you know, you don't make a pile that's going into a room so that you can deal with that pile later because piles are overwhelming. She says you deal with one item at a time right now. And she says you can use that method also 
uh, when you're moving because you're going to have that donation box next to you, trash bin next to you, and you're going to either take it to the room that is going to be packed so that everything is packed all together for that room, or you're going to pack it if that room is already packed you are going to stick it in that box and pack it right then and there you know she is a real big believer in just dealing with it right then and there so that you don't have piles and bigger messes before you have the better uh <laughs> organized space so and she and i also saw this on one of her other videos she purchases boxes if she has a four-bedroom house, she buys the set of boxes that says this is how many boxes you're going to need for a four-bedroom uh, because she also calls that the container method. Um, once she has put all of her best items and favorite items and the things that she knows for sure she can't live without in those boxes, then whatever space is left over is where everything else has to go. So she is forced to make decisions on what is going with her and what is not. Um, I don't know if, you know, I could do, stick to that really, really strictly. And we'll, I'll tell you about another person's idea um, in a little bit of how many boxes. Well, I'll just tell you right now. There are, is another YouTuber that says um, buy 10 boxes per room and then buy 10 extra boxes. Or if you're not into buying boxes, you know, that's how many boxes you need to get for free uh, if you're able to get boxes for free. Um, and we'll review her other ideas in a little bit. Um, so... Everybody has a, a lot of different ideas about boxes. Now, one thing I did like is I did hear another person say that she buys the moving boxes because all the large boxes are exactly the same. So when they stack all the large boxes uh, on top of each other, the large boxes are going to hold the large boxes perfectly because it's going to take up every space and it's not you're not going to have all these little small large small large spaces when you're stacking the boxes then all the medium boxes are going to stack on top of the large boxes and they're all going to fit together perfectly and then the small boxes the same thing they're all going to fit together perfectly you're not going to have this hodgepodge of all these boxes in all these different sizes that you have to figure out like a Jenga <laughs> how to fit them all together without them falling over um so or uh or like uh that game what is that game uh where you put all the blocks together anyway I, I it'll take me all day to remember that the name of that game, but um, if you only have those three size boxes, yes, you had to pay for the boxes, um, but sometimes spending money on the right tools 
make things less stressful and you have so much less things that you have to think about. Um, it just makes it so much easier. Now, of course, if you're the type that will do anything to save a little money, then of course, get all the different size boxes that you can um, in different, um, for free and do it your way. These are just ideas. If you happen to have a little bit bigger budget and are able to make that part of your move a little less stressful, then these are ideas for you. Um, and then she says, the next question is, are, is this, is it worthy to move with you? Are these items that you are packing up worthy to make the move? Now we're going to go to the minimal mom, her, uh, YouTube, and she was interviewing another guest and I did not catch that, but here are some of the tips that I got from that video. Make it as easy to donate as it is to pack. So have those donation boxes right there next to you wherever you're packing. So you can go ahead and put donations in that donation bin that you are not taking with you. Um, be ruthless. She says, make sure you know how much each size truck costs and which truck fits in your budget. And then you can only fit what is in your budget into that truck. That was her uh, idea. Um, you know, if you can save a little money by getting a smaller U-Haul or moving truck, uh, then you will have to take less items with you. Um, now, she also recommended 1-800-GOT-JUNK. I don't know if we have that here in South Texas, but we do have other junk removal businesses. But what she said that was great about the uh, 1-800-GOT-JUNK is they will donate the things that are donatable and trash the things that are trashable for you. Um, let's see. She says also teach your kids early to declutter. Declutter once or twice a year with your kids so that they're used to that process. And um, usually parents are the ones that want to hang on to their kids things a lot more than the kids are. You know, the parents are attached to the all the little things that their kids used to play with where their kids are like, oh yeah, I played with that, I'm done, it's over. But then that just depends on the kid. All children, all of your children will be different. You will have the ones that will hold on to a gum wrapper because grandma gave it to them. And then you'll have those that are easy, easily let go of items. Um, now she says, if the amount of toys that your kid has overwhelms you, then secretly your children are overwhelmed as well. So keep that in mind. Um, Emily Norris is another YouTuber that I listen to, and she has a, a lot of really good, um, moving hacks that we're going to go through just real quick. Um, and she's the one that says 10 boxes per room plus 10 more boxes. 
I really love the idea uh, if you have a four bedroom home, getting the set that's already made for a three bedroom home and then try to stay within that. Uh, and then if you need 10 more boxes, maybe 10 more boxes after that and kind of keep it in those limits. It just gives you a limit to how much you can bring to the next home. If you live in a two-bedroom home and you're moving to a three-bedroom home, then maybe get the boxes for three bedrooms and only take that because you know even though you had a two-bedroom home you probably overstuffed it so um keep that in mind uh now she says if you do get free boxes and they do not have handles on the sides you can cut a v like this on each side and fold it in and that will make you a nice handle on the boxes that don't have handles. Um, of course, she also says declutter first. Uh, oh, and she says two things. Vacuum packed bags where you suck out the air, but she said she did discover that you can use garbage bags, suck out the air as well, and then... Um, twist tie them up really good so that the uh, they don't fill back up with air. That was the only thing. I thought that was an excellent idea because you already have trash bags, but I'm not sure how airtight you can get them so that they don't fill up with air, but uh, you must be able to because uh, that was her idea. Uh, oh, and use a trash bag for your hang-up clothes. Now, you you may still need the boxes with the little hanging racks in them to make, you know, moving your clothes easier. But to pack them, just put a trash bag over a group of them, cut a hole in the top, and put trash bags over your clothes so that you don't have to take them off the hanger you can pack them laying down in a box just like that, or you can use those boxes with the hangers built in. Uh, oh, and be sure and pack your suitcases um, at, for the amount of time that you think you're going to need clothes and toiletries and towels and sheets. You know, the essential overnight items and the essentials that you're going to need for your first week in your home uh, before you get completely unpacked. You know, go through the items that you know you're going to need and pack those in suitcases and take those in your vehicle. That way you have those available to you when you move in and you don't have to. And that means your kitchen essentials, you know, you're going to, you know, Make a, uh, and we're going to get to this when we get to another YouTuber about the meal plan. But if you have a little meal plan for that move-in week, then you'll know what kitchen utensils and pots and pans and all that you need to take with you in your car as well or pack in a box that you're going to unpack 
first, the first box that you're going to unpack is going to have those essentials that you're going to need to live for the first week while you're unpacking everything else. You need, you know, you're going to have to think through all of that. Um, so, oh, uh, here's some other tips. Use paper plates between your breakable plates. Pack frames on their edges and make sure all of your breakables, you've packed them in with, uh, you know, bed sheets or towels or lots of paper or extra paper. If it jiggles, it will break. So pack it in so nothing jiggles and wiggles so that it doesn't break. Uh, they have tape that says the word fragile on it. You can just put that on all the fragile boxes or you can just write it with a big Sharpie on this box on all four sides so that they see it no matter what angle that they're at. Uh, they suggest you can use suitcases for packing books, uh, oven mitts for packing your sharp knives, socks over your glassware to keep them from breaking as easy, uh, pack your spices in your pots and pans, uh, be sure and label your boxes by room or color code by room. Take photos of your shelves that you have nicely decorated that you want to remember to redo in the new home. If that's what you need, if that's what you want to redo in the new home, take a picture of it so that, um, so that you can remember how you had it decorated. Yeah, you want to be able to remember how you had it decorated. Take a picture of it. Uh, and tape screws and all those little parts in a baggie and tape it to the item that it goes to. Um, oh, you can also put newspaper or socks around your furniture legs so that if it does get drug across the floor, you won't scratch your new floors. Um, let's see here. Now, At Home with Nikki talks about how she does unpacking when for a move. And we will uh, do a little review of some of her ideas later. But uh, she says, create a processing center. Pick your, use your garage or the biggest room in your new uh, apartment or home as your processing center. But what she suggests you do is uh, put those boxes in rows, like the aisles in a grocery store. And I thought this was a brilliant idea. I don't know why. I have never thought of this. Uh, but she says... The furniture, I mean, the furniture can be uh, unloaded in the rooms that they're going to go in. But she suggests the uh, the rest of the boxes that you're going to unpack should all go in that one, the largest room. And they should be in aisles, uh, in aisles that you can walk down. But in order of the most important room to the least important room. So let's say you're in the garage and then you have the 
the door closest to your house or the door going into your house will have the most important aisle and then the next important aisle and the next important aisle. You know, usually the kitchen is going to be one and the bathroom is going to be one of your most important. So those most important rooms are going to be next to the door. And then you're going to work your way to the office, possibly, unless the office is the most important room. It just depends on what the most important room is. So, uh, used to home offices was the least important because you really didn't use it that much. Now that people are working from home, it may be the most important room. And then your garage items are going to be part of that very last aisle because those are things that are going to stay into the garage. Does that make sense? Um, her order was kitchen, bath, and the and the babies. And then the next aisle was living, dining master bedroom then the office guest room and then the older kids rooms and we'll go over another you know uh way she had that in a in a minute but color code co color code each box by room and schedule seven i say 14 days because she's used to this and she can do it in seven days but of course if you have a professional organizer or if you do it the way she suggests doing it you might be able to get your whole house unpacked and in place in seven days but nevertheless she says start with the most important room and end with the least important room and have the whole family help let's say the kitchen or the home office is the most important room to get unpacked first have every single person helping in that one room instead of having one person in each room and then coming and asking questions every five seconds have everyone work in the same room get that whole room in order first and then move to the next room. I felt that was pretty smart too. And then she suggests some things to have a family binder for all the most important documents for when you move. Uh, keep the important things, essential school documents, uh, sheet protectors, use those as pockets, essential documents, social security, utilities, um, you know, notes and lists. Uh, and make a that moving processing map of how you want the movers to put those boxes in that uh, processing space and have a meal plan and contact numbers in there. Um, declutter and pack one space or room at a time. Donate items when you're regularly decluttering, but for a move, try to sell as many items as you can so you can use that money to refresh the new home with new items. Um, and then the room labels and tape. I think that's it. Let me, well, I'm probably going to end this now and we'll have a part two because I had a lot of ideas and I and we're already at 23 minutes. 
So I will um, come back and do a review of some of this in the next video. All right, see you on the next Moving Ideas video.